Get ready to throw perfection out the window because you're tuned in to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Penhorwood, and I'm a marketing coach and the founder of Harper Collective, where I help business owners master their PR and simplify their marketing. Each week, we'll be unlocking valuable tips to up-level your business and sharing honest conversations with entrepreneurs to uncover their stories and wisdom to inspire you to take action. Now let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Honestly Imperfect podcast. In today's episode, I chat with Jasmine, who is the founder and designer behind active leisure wear brand Jasmine Alexa. Today's conversation is both inspiring and important as Jasmine courageously opens up about her own mental health journey to help normalize the conversation because here in Australia, one in two people will suffer from mental health issues at some point in their lives and women are more likely to be affected. This conversation is one that is really close to my heart and I loved hearing how Jasmine has gone through her own mental health journey to now create change through her This Is Me platform, which showcases women from all walks of life sharing their own mental health journey. Plus, we also delve into the behind the scenes of how she has built her incredible and very chic active leisure wear brand. I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer, so let's dive right in. So welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you here and to delve into our chat today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm honored to be here. So whenever I do an interview, I always love to ask what three fun facts are about you so that listeners can get to know you a little bit more. So what would your three fun facts be? Oh, wow. Okay. So I think the first one is that I'm an identical twin. Wow. Yeah. Second would probably be... So back when I was young, I was like quite into, well, I still am, I guess, but quite into water skiing. And both my twin sister and I were sort of asked to be part of the Victorian water ski team, which is quite random. But yeah, that obviously didn't happen. And lastly, I get this question a lot, and it's sort of a good one to clarify, but my my middle name is Alexa. A lot of people think that Alexa is another person that, you know, thinking there's two business founders or business owners, but it's just me. So yeah, my middle name, my, yeah, it's Jasmine Alexa. I love that. They were great. Yeah. bit Random. <laughs> random good. So you have your amazing brand and I would love to know what was that journey like behind launching it? It's mm-hmm. a good question. It was tough and it, it, to be honest, it still is. I think most business owners can agree with that. I think I was very naive when I started the business and didn't quite know what I was getting myself into. In hindsight, I think that was actually a blessing because I think may not have just jumped in the way I did, but it was amazing. I mean, I do have a fashion background. I did study fashion design. So I did have that kind of, yeah, that background to really help me um, understand more like the technical side of, of the business and obviously creating garments and putting those into production. But there's a whole other side of running a business that, you know, people don't really tell you. I mean, my day-to-day now and back when I started as well, it was, uh, you know, I'm wearing 10, 15 different hats in a day, you know, doing the marketing, updating the websites, social media, the finances. So I think it was a lot of learning in those early phases. It's, I mean, I'm still learning, which is, I think, part of the journey. 
but yeah, it was, yeah, as I said, I think the naivety actually helped me to just launch in and, and get stuck into it and, and to learn along the way. And I think that's actually been um, quite a beautiful part of the process for me. I love that. And I think it's, uh, it's so funny because I was very similar when I launched my business and now I kind of wish that I was a little bit more naive because I feel like you just go for opportunities. You're like, yeah, I can totally do that. And you learn from it, but you, you're not scared to kind of put yourself out there. Whereas when you've been in it for a few years, you're like, oh no, I know what could happen if I do that. <laughs> it's so true. I 100% agree with that. I think you're now a bit more timid in taking those risks. Yeah, whereas in the early days, I was like, yeah, sure, let's, you know, let's go for it. So yeah, you're 100% right. And you've launched the This Is Me platform on your website, which showcases women from all walks of life sharing their own mental health journey, which I think is amazing and so important. And I'd love to know what inspired you to bring these discussions together? Yeah, absolutely. So it all started, I guess, from my own mental health journey, um, something that I've struggled with for a big portion of my life um, throughout my teenage years suffered with anorexia and anxiety and depression and sort of through that I always sort of said to myself if I can get through this I would want to be able to help other people who have gone through the same thing so starting the business I realized that I kind of had a platform and somewhat of a voice to be able to actually give back at that point. And it, it definitely aligned to the brand. I mean, yes, I'm an activewear brand, which you know obviously focuses on our physical well-being, but I really wanted to make it mental well-being was as equally as important as physical well-being. So that's kind of where it started. And it's been honestly so rewarding and so beautiful and so humbling to kind of see how This Is Me has has grown and how it's affected and impacted people. When I first launched, I was so scared. You know, it was the first time I'd really ever spoken about my own personal journey. Um, it's something that was sort of swept under the carpet for quite a few years and it is very much a part of who I am. I think anyone who's who struggled with mental health, it it's always kind of on your shoulder, I think. Um, even if you have sort of recovered and, and, you know, come through the other end, it's always sort of there and it really shapes who you are. So yeah, I was incredibly scared when I first launched This Is Me, but it was honestly that first day, I'll never forget it. Like I had people who were so close to me who I've known my whole life who messaged me or called me and said, look, Jazz, like, thank you so much for launching this. You know, I've actually struggled with mental health as well. And, you know, I've known these people my whole life. I never knew that this is something that had also gone through. So I think there's something quite powerful in, in having that courage to put yourself forward because I think in turn it gives other people the courage as well to kind of voice it and make it something that's not taboo. And, and it's not a taboo thing. We shouldn't make it taboo. I mean, one in two Australians will go through some sort of mental health struggles at some point in their lives. So it's so common, yet it's something that's not openly spoken about. So I wanted to really normalize that discussion. And, and that was a big part of, of launching This Is Me and yeah, making it very open and honest and a, a safe and comfortable place for, for people to come, read other people's mental health stories and be able to share their own as well. I think it's so important. And I think as well, like even I remember a few years ago, a long time ago now, <laughs> I was interviewed for the Daily Telegraph here in Sydney about anxiety and how that sort of impacted my life and how 
I run a business with it and different things like that. And it was really interesting. I was at a family barbecue and someone goes, oh, I read your article. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, how embarrassing. And they were like, I never knew that, you know, that, that impacted you. I experienced that too. And it opened up this whole conversation. And I think like, it's so amazing what you're doing because it's, it's normalizing it. And it's giving people a place to come to because I think sometimes we want to be happy and light and, you know, that sort of thing. We don't really want to be heavy. But I think if you have the courage to kind of put your hand up and go, yep, I've been through that. I've been through that, you know, dark and scary road. It shines a light for other people, which is so impactful on their life. So awesome that you're doing that. And I would love to know now that you've sort of moved through it a little bit and grown and grown into the woman that you are today, what message would you love to share with other women who are currently going through their own struggles and challenges at the moment? Yeah, that's a great question. The key thing for me when I was like in the thick of it was to just show yourself kindness during those moments. I think it's very easy to, you know, have that narrative in our head that's very negative and just to sort of kind of accept that and and just show some kindness towards it. I also think just knowing that it's temporary and there will be, well, there is light at the end of the tunnel and, and you will get through this. I also think what really helped me was sort of surrounding myself with really good people. You know, I had beautiful friends and my family who were who were really there for me, as well as just doing the things that brought me joy, whether it was like, you know, a small thing, you know, going for a walk and sitting in the sun for a little bit. You know, even something so minute like that can really, you know, even if it's just a small like shift in your mood, I think can actually create ripples in a way and, you know, make things a bit better. So I think they're kind of my my main tips, things that definitely helped me when I was going through it. And something I think as well, like it can be really difficult to know what the right thing is to say and how to best support them. Like you love them so much and you just want everything to be okay but sometimes that can be a little bit overbearing and I think as well from you know being a support system for people as well as myself it's not a quick fix so what are some things that you know as someone who's gone through it what are the best things that friends and loved ones can do to support people going through their own mental health challenges right now mm-hmm. Yes, I I mean, I totally understand, like for friends and family and loved ones, it can be incredibly, you know, sad and and frustrating to see someone you love going through it. But I think the key thing is to be patient and just to really reiterate to them that you're there for them no matter what. It's such a hard one. It's really difficult. But I mean, now that I've sort of come through and I have actually been that support for loved ones who are going through it. Yeah, I think it's, it's just about, yeah, it's patience. It's being there for them you know, making sure that they know that you love them and there's no judgment there. Yeah, I think they're sort of the key things. Mm. And I think as well that like nothing is silly, like no emotion is, is like everything is valid and, you know, you can let it all out on the table as messy as it can be and it's all good. Exactly. <laughs> and I'd love to know this can be in your own life or in your business because we're all about celebrating imperfection. So what is an imperfect action that you've taken that you would like to celebrate right now? Wow. Probably the one that I can celebrate the most is actually the business. I think 
you know, as I said, I was so naive when I started and, you know, it was incredibly imperfect the way <laughs> that I started. I mean, I had like hardly any experience. Like I didn't have a team. I didn't have any funding. It was all self-funded. Like there were so many, like looking back, it's kind of comical that I'm still kind of here today. But, and I always think this, like there's no real perfect time, I guess, to, to start a business. You know, it, you're never going to feel 100% in yourself or life may have other things pulling you. But I think it's just a matter of like jumping in kind of how I did it. But I guess I can, you know, celebrate that, you know, imperfect, naive kind of way that I, I went about it because I'm a, a totally different person today to, to where I started and the amount that I've learned in that time is just incredible. And I still continue to learn. So I am proud of what I've achieved. And it definitely wasn't the right way to, to do things. But yeah, I think it's all part of the journey and all part of the learning. So yeah, it's a great question, that one. I love it. <laughs> and what exciting things are you working on right now? Oh my goodness. I was, there's a lot of things in the works. It was nice. I had just recently a few weeks off of work, which really allowed me to just like kind of stop for a moment, assess the business, reset, kind of come in fresh. And yeah, it gave me sort of time to think about, I guess, the future of Jasmine Alexa. But yeah, I think really making This Is Me a much bigger part of the brand and really conveying that message in a clear way as to what the values of the brand are and, and what I envisage, you know, the community to sort of be. I've also got a new uh, This Is Me sweatshirt coming out soon. So this is maybe the third or fourth kind of mini collection that I've done on This Is Me. Basically, all those garments are non-for-profit. So all proceeds of those go to various charities. In the past, I've worked with Headspace, which is the National Youth Mental Health Foundation. Now I'm working with Lip Timber, who focus solely on women's mental health. So all proceeds of those sweatshirts will go to them and, and you know, bettering services that go towards women's mental health. Yeah, that's really exciting. I've got like a really exciting campaign sort of planned out for that one. So that's kind of the most immediate uh, thing that I'm working on. But the future goals, you know, I've got quite big plans. I mean, it's a little bit scary, but it's good to dream big, I guess. Yeah, I guess the overarching kind of long-term goal is to really just broaden the Jasmine Alexa community and a way of bringing women together and celebrating us in, in all our, you know, flaws, in all our imperfections, in all of that. So, yeah, that's the long-term kind of vision. Amazing. And I will be the first to get a sweatshirt. Oh, <laughs> I will be you. ordering one. <laughs> <laughs> and where can listeners go to shop your collection and connect with you and find out more? Yes, the website's probably the best place to start, www.jasminealexa.com. Also Instagram, um, it's at jasmine.alexa. Yeah, they're kind of the, the two main main platforms and it's all, all resources, all information on This Is Me is across both. So that's where you can find me and the brand. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much. I loved our chat and I think it's going to offer support for so many people and just let them know that they're totally not alone in whatever whatever stage of life they're in. Absolutely. And thank you. I mean, you know, thank you for creating this platform that allows these conversations to happen. And yeah, I think it's a, a really strong testament to who you are as a person. So thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love if you could leave a review or share a screenshot to Instagram and tag at Honestly Imperfect Podcast so that I can pop on over and say hello. I can't wait to connect with you again soon.